0: You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our Front Porch. Have a seat and let's get into it.
1: Welcome to the Front Porch Theology podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with...
0: Uh, I'm Jeremy.
1: And we're playing a game today called, Where in the World is Pastor Wilbert?
0: (laughs) Sorry. I'm I'm trying not to laugh, but yes. So I know where Will is.
1: So let me let first me first class. Is he first class on it?
0: Oh come on. You know he is. Is he
1: doing it on our Dom?
0: No, 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 no.
1: Acts 29s Dom?
0: Oh, I'm sure.
1: Well, I'm gonna write unless a letter. this gets him
0: like in trouble I'm gonna with i I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna write a letter to somebody about yeah. something. Yeah. Today.
0: I'm, I'm So, with you.
1: for our listeners, I want to tell you how faithful and dedicated Pastor Jeremy is to our church. Compared to Will. To our cause, to this podcast, compared to Pastor Wilbert. That's what I'm calling him now, Wilbert. Yeah, Wilbert. Because I don't like him right now. hmm So, Pastor Jeremy had surgery yesterday. He, surgery. Uh, We had prayer.
0: <laughs> I was in the hospital.
1: We had prayer for him, and he he was going to have surgery, but our prayers... <laughs> brought him out of that.
0: So what? What it is is it? it and they told me. So I, what I thought it was, I was, it was appendicitis. What I thought it was, and apparently what I have is often thought of as it's appendicitis. Um, and and I'm gonna have the pain that someone with a appendicitis has for the next three weeks. Um, and it's basically like the tissue around your colon. And your stomach lining, or something like this. All of them, they're just—it's it just, inflamed, and they don't know why.
1: They're just squeezing him all the time. Just, it's
0: just inflamed. They don't know why. And I'm like, you don't like—is there? So it's not in my stomach. It's like outside of my stomach. Oh. Anyways, it feels horrible. Um, if I'm just sitting here, it's okay. If I jostle too much. If I do like a heavy ho ho laugh, then I'll I'll cry a little. Oh my god! But I'm okay.
1: So we're not going to be funny at all today. No, I will
0: be very serious. We're,
1: this is going to be the but most serious. I want
0: you to know when when Will he gets a little belly got a little belly ache and he's out for like three weeks. I'm just saying. Let me tell you. Uh tell me. I'm listening.
1: He has no care uh-huh. and concern for other people's schedules Preach at all.
0: Read
1: he, um, he's been carrying on about how much we're going to do this podcast every uh-huh. week. And right. we're going to get these episodes out because we have good reviews and people are loving it. Right. And people want to hear more stuff. And do you know, he had the audacity. Yeah. To call me. Yep. And he's like, I'm pretty much gone the next seven months.
0: Yeah, for real. And I was like, for what? Real. Yeah.
1: And he's like, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I was like, is there good news? And he's like, no, not really. Yeah, And right. he was like, let me talk about this first.
0: <laughs> and then
1: he talked about... So we're, we're trying to find
0: a replacement for Will.
1: So we're going to be having... Not today, but we will be having some guests the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, if you... What we, we need... If we're going to replace Will, we need someone who's large. Yeah. Hairy. Yeah. Kind of arrogant.
1: I've got two people right now that are going to be March, and
0: arrogant. N-
1: maybe one person is not so much arrogant. No one.
0: One of them is a sweetheart.
1: One. He would kind of laugh and joke and say, yeah, I'm a bit arrogant sometimes.
0: Um, oh, okay. I'm excited to see who these mystery guests yeah, are. Yeah.
1: So, um, he would probably claim it. I, I think, hope it's Benjamin. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with that. No, Benjamin's not welcome on the podcast. Um, so, we will be having some guests in the next few episodes, probably. I don't know when we'll be, we'll be back. Yeah. I mean, I don't, apparently he doesn't want to podcast with us. I even for heard real. rumors that he was podcasting with other churches. Uh,
0: there is another church that he preached at recently in which I think he's starting a podcast with.
1: And um, let's just say, the comments that I have for him are reserved for his ears only. Yeah, I, gotcha. I don't. I don't want our listeners to think poorly of me. Right.
0: Nor should they.
1: Because of the, the thoughts and feelings I have toward him over it. I so. mean, the,
0: your thoughts and feelings really are, are the blood on his hands, as far as I'm concerned. So. Yeah. Anyway. I, I want to give, I, just real quick, before we get into this juicy topic, um, what is, what is uh, what are you reading? What books are you reading right now? Me? Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Um, so just give me one. So it is. We are going through Lent. Is there a reason you are asking this?
0: I'm no reason. I have no motives.
1: Okay. I feel like you do. Um, so it is Lent season, and I have, I have. I'm looking at my purse. See if you're looking at my books. Um, I a part of my Lent. I'll tell you this: um, is I'm only reading either my Bible or Christian based books. Okay. That I have at home already. So I'm reading several things. Okay. Um. So I have two Lent devotions that I'm doing. Yeah. One I keep in the car that I read at pickup, and then one um, I do at, in late in the evenings. I'm reading a book called The Accidental Feminist.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, I know. I'm that I'm
1: listening to a book called Humble Roots by Hannah Anderson.
0: Yeah. There's a. It, I know you're into uh, fantasy novels. Um,
1: I'm not reading slightly those different right now. types
0: of fantasy, novels, but the, but there there are some Christian fantasy novels called Wingfeather. Yeah, Wingfeather, which is a very great series. It's I highly amazing, suggest you yeah. check it out. Have you checked? Have you read it? Before?
1: Uh no,
0: I have all. I have all four books. I would love. So
1: Jason and Benjamin have started. Um, oh, okay, they Jason bought the first book, and uh, Andrew Peterson, yeah. is the one who we we went to see him back in December. Podo um, is my
0: favorite. You know who Podo, Podo no, is? No, he is the Scottish father that talks like. I mean, I imagine that's how we talk. I mean, oh, it's okay. a book, so. But well, I if you listen to the like audio books,
1: you could hear how.
0: Yeah, well, but then they may not do it that way, and I think I'll do it better. That's true. Yeah.
1: Um, but no, it's a great, great series. He uses
0: the word lass, like, come here, lass. So yeah, I imagine that's how imagine he talks.
1: Scottish, yeah. Yeah. It has to be.
0: Lottie, things yeah. like that. You, like, I, if, if he sounds like, an old, if he's like books, an old American guy, he's like, come here, laddie. Like, that's,
1: the books I read that use lass Biden. and laddie are definitely Scottish men. So, yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Know. You know the con. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I tell you what book you shouldn't read. What is that? Demon Copperhead. It's a remake, a modern remake of David Copperfield. Uh Phil Beatty suggested this book. It's only it's like
1: Well, there's your problem. First uh, right? of all. It's
0: forty hours long on Audible.
1: Forty hours? That's a
0: Maybe 80. I, don't what? Know. I I lost consciousness a couple times. Ma- it's a remake of David Copperfield. Well, you
1: know what you need to do? You Not need to read s- it. You need to speed that. Um, I did. You need to speed up the, I don't even know what you call it, but you, yeah, the, you can speed voice. up the reader's voice. Yeah. And you put it at two point whatever. Yeah. I mean, you just.
0: Let me tell you. Uh, if but, fir-
1: but, but let me back up. Yeah. First of all, you should never do anything Phil Beatty suggests. That's a
0: great point. <laughs>
1: Um, you I know better Phil. I love Phil I know you do but, And I love Phil too Yeah However
0: His his taste in media Is not great No I'm just pointing that out
1: The only good taste he had Was his taste In his woman Anna Beatty And that's, that's all That's his
0: Listen that's And the, that's, that's the, the best, best thing, thing That ever happened chosen. to him <laughs> Him and Ellis <Alice. laughs> Well, he didn't hey, choose
1: Ellis, so I that's mean, that's true. That's he, true. The best thing that ever happened to him was Anna Beatty. That's the truth. And, uh, Without that's question, that's all I got to say about it. Yeah. he's got good hair, jeans. I'll
0: say, he, yeah, he didn't choose that though.
1: Yeah, he didn't yeah. choose
0: that. So, yeah, I'm just saying, Dungeon Crawler Carl is one I've been listening to. Well, it's like a, uh, you're science doing better fiction. than
1: some of the stuff Will's been reading. And so,
0: For, uh, right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about it. Stop <laughs> laughing now. Don't get yourself. No, a... I know you hurt my belly. My belly hurts. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, All so right. we
1: are going to talk today about, um, <sighs> something kind of controversial. Uh huh. Um, so many people, um, Israel, like, Palestine? No. No, okay. Not today. Abortion. No, stop it Okay So many people Watched the Super Bowl And many people Had a lot of thoughts And opinions mm. On um, A commercial That aired Yeah um, And it was called He Gets Us
0: Oh, okay, that one.
1: Um, there, <laughs> that one. Yeah, it wasn't. We're not talking about Usher today <laughs> no, or okay. anything like that. Yeah, so that's I mean, what I that was a about. perfect per- performance. You know, um, we don't need to talk about the okay, linting that fine. kind of material. I got gotcha. you. Um, but there was a. There's a lot of controversy over those. So I will say that I saw those commercials. They have several different ones. I believe they yeah. have about three or four right now you that, told I, me that I've seen
0: before you got here to watch. The 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 uh, commercial. Yeah, and I watched it.
1: Um, so the one specifically, um, I took that, some notes. Did you? Okay, good. Yeah. So the one specifically for those who may not have watched the Super Bowl, or who may not, you know, if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, you're probably definitely not watching the commercials. Um, the the he gets us commercials is an organization that has been creating um commercial content um for TV shows um to kind of. Probably, what they would say spread the gospel hmm. um and what um and now that's just my opinion that that's probably their thoughts on what they're doing, so the specific commercial that um was on during the Super Bowl was um, a lot of different people um were having their feet washed, yeah. Um, so there was a homeless person having their feet washed. There was. There were men, women, children alcoholics, having their feet homeless. washed, alcoholics, homeless people, um
0: a non binary man.
1: Uh but that's what that's your assumption, yes. Um I I mean there were a lot of there were a lot of different people on there um who were having their feet washed. Um and and the point of it was um that Jesus gets all of us, right?
0: Yeah, I mean it, the tagline is he gets us.
1: The tagline is he gets us and it's to be a, it's to be something that makes people think. So here are the controversial pieces of it and Let's then it. and then we'll we'll talk about it, okay? Yeah. So people who are non-believers okay. are like on social media saying, well, um, if they wanted to do something good, then they should use that money for the homeless and for the people who were in those commercials to get them right. help. People who are believers, there's a split lot of us. Um, a, a lot of people, and I'm going to assume that it's probably a specific generation. Absolutely okay. love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. They're like, love yes, it. let's do it. This is this is what the world needs. Is more more stuff like this. Yeah. And then there are also believers, I think, who are like, man, yeah. there they go again. Yeah. Giving us a bad name. They're like, like woke.
0: Yeah. It's gone. They more. are. Yeah.
1: Um, so here's my thing. I don't have, um, I don't care for it one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I saw one was like while I was watching, watching friends. And I was like, man, that was a really nice commercial. Like that was, yeah. that was really sweet. Like, I'm glad they, I'm glad they're doing that. Sure. Um, but then they also have, they, they've also, they're, their commercials progress and they had a home one specific toward the homeless. And then the homeless man was like yelling into the camera, like being scary. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, I actually know that one. um, That's what I saw on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: And, um, okay. So I, they've like all run together for me and I don't know which one is which now, but, um, it's kind of scary.
0: It was like, yeah, it was more
1: scary, which, there are some situations right. when you may possibly be dealing with a homeless person that can be a sure. little, a little frightening. So
0: and irritating
1: and yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: but don't be the blue shirt guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here, here are my questions for you, Jeremy. Yeah. One, I'd love to know what you think of it. Um, yeah. and then two, um, I want to kind of talk, uh, th- there's a second part of the, like there's a second, topic that we'll talk about that, that will play into you know, this conversation that sure. we had as a question we had submitted into our podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and let you tell us what you think about that.
0: Yeah. So, um, if I was washing the dishes, um, not paying much of attention, uh, maybe saw glimpses of it. I would probably say the same thing sitting down and watching it kind of with a critical eye. Cause that's what I was asked to do. Right. Yeah. So down with the critical eye. I actually came away going, ah, I kind of hate this. Yeah. And I didn't expect that, honestly. Um, I didn't expect it because I don't, I, I don't, because I, I like to try to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Especially uh, maybe artists who tried to do something. And there's one line that makes me hate it, right? I don't mind any of the still pictures. Um, the idea, Jesus washing someone's feet, is that the king is humbling himself, Towards others. And there's some beautiful imagery there of us humbling ourselves. There's two there's maybe one picture I take a little and, and um and it, it may this may be petty, but um hold on, let me get my notes. My word. Okay. Um uh, my first uh one. Um okay, so I, I like I like like the, the protesters out front, the alcoholic, the environmentalist one was Kind of cool. Um the white and black man on the old port on the front porch kind of gave like a Brook Break Mountain vibe, but it was cool. I don't think that's what I was trying to do. Um the gay man and priest or the non-binary man, I don't know what he, I don't want to assume who he sleeps with uh in the priest. Um but the 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 one that I didn't like was the abortion one. And this is there's only one reason why. Because there is a it's it's juxtaposing something. It has you have a in the background, what do you have? You have protesters. In the front, you have someone behind the building who's washing the feet. And so the imagery, I think, I think, and now I'm presuming a bit, so this is me being maybe overly critical, possibly, because I'm trying to get in the heads of the creators. Now, I am not someone who thinks protesting in front of an abortion clinic is the most successful way, but I don't think it's wrong. Um, I, do believe they're, they're, I, mean, I do believe children are being killed, but I think those people who are working there um, I, so I completely understand why people protest because I, of, of what's happening. Just like just like if there were slavery, um, I, you know, I think people would protest if there was a slavery in America. Right. People would protest as and I would completely understand. I might go. I don't think that's the best way to deal with it. Let's let's give money. Let's do let's get people give, give money to people to get them out of that. You know, like so I think sometimes the best. Ways to approach, let's say abortion is in the protest, but maybe certain uh, economic plans to try to get people out of that situation to where they feel like they have to do that. Right. Just so I'm not I'm not I'm not a protester by nature, but um, I don't think the protesters aren't also someone who could serve the women being that are women are aborting their children. So I didn't. I didn't really like that. Like those people, are let's say, not humble. And and this is what I didn't like. So there's that picture. And then, what comes up is, Jesus, was it? Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. He gets us. So this is my issue. Standing up against something that's unjust is not hateful. You may not like the tactfulness. But I would also say, why was Jesus murdered? <laughs> Cuz some people thought he was teaching hate. Yeah. Right? Like he told people you're like a whitewashed tomb, right? You're dead inside. He told Jesus was really mean to a lot of people. But like he called them out on their sin, right? Yeah. Like now I'm not Jesus. So um I I so I I don't you know I know like Doug Wilson. If you know who Doug Wilson is, he's a Presbyterian uh Pastor, but like he takes, hey, if Jesus is kind of witty and cruel to people, so can I type mentality. I I just don't, I just don't I, don't, I don't think he's necessarily always wrong, but I don't think it's just useful, right? I don't think that's the best way. So to So those were the
1: only part. Like if those parts weren't in there, you would be a hundred percent okay with the commercial.
0: Yeah, I I think I would have less of an issue with it if it's just hey, we need to humble ourselves because okay, at first I thought okay, um, the police officer is is protesting, um. A, a, a black man's foot. I, but the, the, the police officer was, but I'm assuming it's like authority and, and those who are often persecuted by authority, right? Yeah. Um, and then I saw the priest and, and the gay man and I saw the, the, the driller, whatever you call him, you know, the, the oil and um, I, I thought to myself, okay, well, why isn't, what, do we ever get one in reverse where the protesters washing the police's, police man's foot? Like the people who, let's say, let's say in Jesus's case, um, the one who uh, I don't know, the, Jesus was being persecuted against. Yet he was willing to humble himself. Yeah. But then I saw the first. The, actually, then I kind of we were watching a second time. I'm like, okay, the son. I don't know what his issues with is. Is washing his dad's feet? And then I'm like, okay, they have that dynamic where it's not just the one in power washing, but they do have it flip flop through. Wow. And so the my big issue was the the their first message, Jesus. Didn't teach hate. And again, all I can say is that the pictures, the, the political, um, conversations that they're pulling from, it's not hate to say these things are wrong, right? Uh, you know, it, it's not, it's not. So I, I did. And then I thought, okay, so he washed feet. Yes, he did wash the feet. He washed the feet of Judas. Where did Judas end up? Right? He ends up in yeah. hell. Right? Yeah. So, so just because, and again, there's this idea that, okay, um, just because, uh, what was, Jesus' message wasn't, I'm going to wash your feet. It was, uh, repent and believe.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, I think if they're going to spread the message of Jesus, um, if that's their goal, then where was the call for repentance and belief? Right. If their goal was to get Christians thinking, um, okay, I think this is taking a really.
1: So I think that's where it gets really iffy and yeah. and and blurry because was it to get Christians thinking? Yeah, I don't or think Or was so, it to get unbelievers? I, thinking? Yeah,
0: so I think I think it was to try to get unbelievers to say, "Hey,
1: we're not all that bad." Jesus doesn't hate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, but. God does hate things. He does hate sin and and whether you like it or not scripture I mean he he hates he there is a such thing as a righteous hate and I would even argue that the Lord does teach you to hate but teaches you to hate the things he hates. Um and sometimes that's sin. Or not sometimes that's always sin, right? Yeah. So I should hate someone else's sin. And if I believe that some, someone is going to go to hell because they refuse to repent and believe that their sin is leading them to hell, just like I would think if it's, if it's dangerous for my kid to play in an electric socket and this is going to kill him, then because I love my child, I'm going to say, hey, buddy, don't do that. Now, I think tone could be addressed with the Christian community, right? Yeah. I think tone, sometimes our tone sucks, but I don't think the commercial was addressing tone.
1: No I don't think so either so that's that's where i um that's where I'm very like indifferent about it like I don't know if I like it, I don't know if I dislike it, and honestly to me it just shows more confusion than it does the message the gospel to me like and if it if it does if it does that instead of spreading the the good news, the gospel, mm-hmm. then it doesn't need to be like you know.
0: I I just look at it. I just don't understand the point. I I understand why Christians don't like it because it feels as if don't teach hate or Jesus d- d- didn't teach hate. They're they're connecting hate with the call of repentance. Yeah, and I can easily see that connection. So what? Are,
1: I'm I'm curious. Be the devil. The, the devil. Be the devil's advocate. I will be the
0: devil's advocate. The
1: devil's the devil's advocate. Where, where do you, uh, what are your thoughts? You ever seen for, The Devil's uh, Advocate? I mean, I probably, I probably watched it when oh, I was yeah. like eight oh, or nine wow. years old, which is not uh, age appropriate. No, it's
0: definitely um, not. Yeah. Eight or nine?
1: Yeah. I mean, Jeez, my parents Louise. were real good You're about like, stuff listen, like that. My
0: mom was the same way. We so. wa- we watched, Ro- I, I was like, Julie, we got to watch RoboCop. I don't know if I shared this recently. And uh, and Julie was like, wouldn't you, like, I've never seen RoboCop. I'm like, oh man, it's a great movie. I watched it growing up. And we turn like it's like Paramount presents with eighty star perm lady like it's giving the names of people and like four naked women walk by and they're like f f f and we are f bombs and she turns it off she's like what is wrong with your parents <laughs> I'm like that's a really good question yeah
1: so my parents were good like job that, dad
0: too.
1: um so my my question to you is um if you're an unbeliever yeah. What are your thoughts toward this? So a lot of people are like, all that money should have went to actually help people. Oh, like that's it's people not-
0: piggy man. That's just people being petty. They don't. If listen, they don't make like. Come on, uh, the reason the reason I'm because if I would say if I if I were an unbeliever, uh, I would probably say, stop trying so hard. Like that would be my. I'm just trapping, be tapping tapping into my early like early Jeremy. Um, would be like, stop trying so hard. Like, you're trying to be relevant and, and kind of cool, kind of edgy. And Baker's watching something because he's bored he's, of this. He's, he's pulled like, up RoboCop. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, that hurts.
1: Oh. I'm sorry. Don't laugh.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs>
1: stop.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Don't laugh. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. And just came out. I didn't think about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I didn't mean it. No, that was a funny joke. Hold <laughs> on. I've been paying people. Just give me a second. Oh man, that's a that's a weird tension. Okay, so I don't even know what I was saying. I
1: don't either. I'm sorry. So, I'm crying over here. Yeah. Oh, of- uh,
0: I would say stop trying to be cool and relevant for uh, to try to get me to understand you. Yeah. Um, I I think I think I would I as when I was an unbeliever, I think I actually really hated. The like I wanted people, I wanted to talk to people who really believed what they believed, uh, and never mind my feelings, right? Just tell me what you actually believe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and and I think I think there's more respect for that to be like, yeah, listen, I think homosexuality is a sin because the Bible tells me so. I think the Bible's the word of God, and I think I can be nice and kind. Um, to those who struggle with same-sex attraction, but I can also tell them that this is sin, immoral. I can look at a, I'm, I'm a woman and a man who are living together outside of marriage, tell them the same thing, um, and I can look at both of them and say, hey, I both I also struggle with sin, um, and it's just by, it, like, I'm not, I'm not better than you, I'm saved by God's grace. And I think that vulnerability and that honesty is the most appealing, and I think that's what people should go with, rather than, Um, like be vulnerable with your own issues. Um, and I hate the idea of trying to attract people in with something watered down and then it's like a a bait and switch, right? I hate that. I hate, I hate it.
1: So it's interesting you said that. Um, so I'm not saying new heights necessarily does this, but doesn't a lot of the local churches do that as well? Like a lot of the outreach that we do and money we set aside for outreach.
0: I don't know. I think, I I mean, I don't. I don't know what outreach. I think the best outreach is are people going to other people. Um, but I have I have issues with. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think inwardly. Like uh, our particular church. Like have we done something like that? Um, and I'm sure. I'm sure we have failed in some area in that regard. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not to talking
1: necessarily about ours. Right, but I, I but think are, it's, I think it's healthy to start
0: with uh, with us yeah, and say, yeah. okay, where where have we done it? And again, I'm sure. I'm sure we have. Um, to where maybe we weren't as clear. In fact, I can think of one outreach that we did. This is a long time ago uh, that I absolutely hated. Um, and I'm, I don't want to hurt feelings. I won't get into it. But uh, I felt like a, it was probably, honestly, probably our most well attended outreach. And I called it outreach only because that's what it was classified as. It didn't cost us any money, but um, but I felt like it was the most well attended. Uh, but I don't know any benefit came to it.
1: Yeah, that's. I, I think a lot of times uh, as local churches, we do things like that. Like we try to put on events and and sure. things. Um, one thing that that I really love that New Heights does, and you know, I'm sure that there's areas where we definitely can improve, and I'm sure there have been events where we've just really, you know, just really screwed it up too and not sure. done it. Absolutely. But um, having people there to just talk to the people who are attending. Yep. Um,
0: so I'm, when when um my, my, we have a guy who's been attending. I, I jokingly call him Atheist Frank. Um, he's not an atheist. He's um he used to be. Um, but like one of my one of the things I love is he knows what we believe. He walked through the door like. But he he found what he found was most inviting. Wasn't like um, this watered down type thing, right? It was people. He he And I I love it because it was so sweet. It's like the greatest compliment. Um, one that people were really hospitable, um, but like they really believe this stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that he said that because it's like they as crazy as it is, like they really believe it.
1: Well, you know, I think uh, so. I'm just going to throw something out there, and. Uh, you know, I, th- I think about churches that have done like clothing giveaways for people who are in need. Right. But then, you know, maybe they spend some time talking with that person, and then that person does come to their church. But then they, you know, they're not received well because of how they're dressed. Sure. Um, you know, it, it, and that's a legalistic thing. Yeah. Um, in the church, so I, I think there's a lot of things. I, I think there's definitely a lot that we can do better as as believers yeah. um, in that area. And I'm sure there are better ways that organizations like that can spend their money and try to reach yeah. people. But at the same time...
0: I, so I wouldn't look at it and say give money just to, to, to those in poverty. I, I would... Again, they can do whatever they want to with their money. I, I just... Again, I, maybe... I just don't quite understand what they're trying to succeed. I, I watch it, and I, and I got really confused, kind of like you said. My first thought was, this is towards unbelievers, and this is like a, hey, you should try out Jesus. He's not like all. He's, not, he's totally different from his bride, right? Um, right. But where, is the, where do they go then? Um,
1: so I will ask a question that I know that Will has – I don't know if he asked you specifically, yeah. but I know we discussed it. If New Heights was given $40 million tomorrow – -hmm. To create some sort of commercial, some some sort of content that was that same message.
0: Wait, it had to be that message.
1: It had to be very, 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 very similar to that message.
0: And it was like, and it.
1: But it was it was New Heights Church. It was to be you know to look at local things, local events, local controversies that were happening because that's kind of what that commercial was. If it wasn't us, it'd
0: be somebody else.
1: And if it wasn't us, it'd be somebody else. Yeah,
0: I'd give it a shot. Yeah, but but I I would I mean I'm a, like if they kept rejecting it at some point I'm gonna be like, well I guess you just wasted your money like you go with what you got. Yeah. But like yeah, if it's gonna be us or, you know, um, I was gonna try to make up the name of a church, but it's probably a real one, so I won't. Yeah, don't do um, that. Yeah, that's kind um, of what I don't, wanna, I don't accidentally you know slander another church. Uh, but yeah, if it's if it's um, Unitarian, uh, you know there's no hell and there's no, like everyone, everyone goes to heaven universalist type of nonsense. Then, um you know, then yeah, I would, I would prefer us do it than them. Okay. Cause, because I, I, I know at least what would be presented would be, would be as much of the gospels that we could get. And if someone else is paying for it, I guess, yeah, I know he would, he'd be like, yeah, Absolutely. We've talked about this a lot. of like we one time we it was Jeremy Ball who asked us what would what would we do if Nike was like hey
1: yeah I remember that. I'm
0: gonna give you X amount of money for your building and uh, I can't remember all the parameters on it but it I was, remember
1: that podcast it was yielded. such a funny
0: conversation <laughs> and see, I tend to be more like no, no um, it's
1: not worth it
0: if it's a, if it's a permanent thing right mm-hmm. uh, in a case it's like hey we're gonna make a commercial and we hear you're a church that can do this mm-hmm. I would think I would love to get hit at it but yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, that kind of uh, it uh, leads into the next. One of the topics that we kind of talked about was one, one scene in particular is um, the homeless um, in that commercial. And we had a question that came in on um, our app uh, that was submitted, and they wanted it answered on the podcast. So how should we, as believers, um, ha- what should we do or how should we act when we see someone holding up a sign saying that they are homeless, that they need help? Um, to help pr- that they need help to provide for their family or that they're homeless. Sorry, I kind of reread the question wrong. So, um, the question is, What should we as believers do when we see homeless people and people who are holding signs or who have oh, their yeah. families out there? What should we do? As I, I think what the question is asking, this like- is so
0: relevant because of the what would you do program,
1: yeah.
0: All right. Um. First off, you you don't be the blue shirt guy. Whoever this blue shirt guy is, I feel really bad for him. And some I know no one else. You know what I'm talking about? No, I
1: don't know what you're talking about.
0: You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my gosh! Oh, you know what I'm talking about? i okay. I feel like um for the first time I have gotten information within like a, pretty quickly. So yesterday, as I was sitting at the hospital, uh, I, I I was more on Facebook than I ever have been, and everybody was like. Proud of West Virginians, except for this guy. And it was so there's a show called What What Would You Do? And they had a homeless person, I thought that's why you were asking, came into a restaurant in Charleston. I wanna say it was like the the black black sheep. Yeah, in Charleston, it's a burrito place. Yeah. Um, and, and this woman came in, she was homeless and but she was an actress really. Yeah. And she was like, can I have a little food And the bar? The guy behind the bar and the, he was also an actor and like everyone in there is like standing up for this homeless lady. Like to the buyer food, come sit with me except for this one dude who's like, nope, they like he's, he's like the, the person like the actor behind the, the bar is, like they smell bad. He's like, amen, you're the owner. Like, oh my god, and like tell him like to kick him out. If you invite her, all of her homeless friends are gonna come. Like oh my it was gosh. just like, and, and like she's standing right beside him and he won't even look at her. Man, and it was just That's shameful. And then and then the cameras come out and he gets his drink and you could see it. I saw a meme that was like, when you regret your life decisions. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That dude couldn't get out of there fast enough. No, I,
1: I'm not on Facebook right now,
0: so I haven't. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All right. So, so yeah, this I don't know when this show aired, but apparently it was very recent. Man. And, and, and I saw about shit about a million times. Now, I feel kind of bad for the guy. I really do. I sh- Maybe I shouldn't. But, like, I don't know his story. He's, like, I. Be- I my guess is he's a business owner. And if you're a business owner in Charleston, you've dealt with, Some the homeless issue and it's and it's it's very difficult.
1: It is yeah. There's a lot of dynamics that play into it too. So I I
0: know everyone hating on the guy because he's national television and it was pretty cruel. I don't know what he went through that morning. (laughs) So I just I don't want to hate on him too much. I feel kind of bad for him. But uh, only this. Uh, and because we live in like a super small state, like everyone's gonna know this <laughs> yeah. dude's face. Um hopefully that he doesn't know the business that he's like it's hope he's not hurt. listening to the podcast. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Uh well I mean I'm telling him I feel bad, but I'm not I'm not gonna treat him mean like everybody else. So here here's what uh as far as like how to deal I I when I was a political science major in my undergrad, we had a homeless shelter guy that ran a homeless shelter came in. And his big thing was, listen, I know it pulls on your heartstrings. You want to give them money. You want to give them food. I'm telling you, as someone – I work with them every day. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. He, he sees – every he goes, every time you give it to them, he, there's two types of – there's two groups or three, really, I should say. But, but he was like, a lot of them come back, and they'll go trade in the back, whatever they got. And usually they meet up with, like, someone, you know, who might be – dealing drugs or whatever it is to try to get cigarettes, even it's just whatever they're, they're, they'll trade away other stuff to get these things. Um And it's like, we provide them with everything they need to get them on their feet. We can get them everything they need to get like, it's there ready yeah. for them. Um I, I've also personally seen, uh, I know when like there's a white van that picks them up that then drops them off and then, and then does it in other places on the side, like to panhandle?
1: Yeah, like yeah, there are right. It's so it's I, it's, I, a,
0: it's it can be a racket, so you have to yeah. be careful.
1: Yeah, I think so. What um, you know, I'll I'll just speak some personal from from some personal experiences. I've had family members who have stayed in homeless shelters. Um, I've had family members who've stayed in like um women's. In children's like abuse shelters too, um, so they do provide. I mean, just from my personal experience um, in, in having relatives who've who've had experiences, I do know that they do provide for them. Um, yeah. So, but as like, I think most people think um, that just because. People are Christians or claim to be Christians that so they should be willing to help those. And one thing that that you and I I think have talked about before is there's so much there's so many different circumstances. Everybody's circumstances is different, first right. of all. Um, and I'm not saying that this is for everybody across the board because there there have been times when my family personally was homeless and we've had to live with someone yep. or stay in an apartment or a you yep. know or or a hotel or something. Um, but there's also so so many resources, right, to help homeless people, right. um, and programs and shelters and places to where they can get help.
0: Now, I would say I agree absolutely, right. There's a lot there, and sometimes the best thing we can do is get them plugged in.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but like, let's take this scenario: a homeless woman walks in and says, "Hey, I'm hungry." Yeah. You don't. You don't have to literally. but you could say like, "I'll buy you something if you can absolutely. sit here and just talk to me." Yeah. Like, take that there there is some when i and when i saw that on the show the the one i'm referencing i thought that was really powerful and this woman was almost like the woman who was talking to the actress didn't know she was an actress almost in tears like hey like you're a human being you have value and i loved it because i don't know that woman's faith but like that to me that's the christian message but part of it the intro of it like you have value um there is a god who who um, who died for your sins. Yeah. Like there, there was, there's a conversation that could be like, I want to show you that you matter. And I'm going to do that by just eating with you. Yeah. Um. So we're going through Mark uh, and the Pharisees are criticizing Jesus for eating with tax collectors. And sinners. Who's going through Mark? Uh, my kids and I. I'm sorry oh. I thought I said that.
1: I was like, why are you you and Baker like and having problems Bob- study, study you're not telling me about? Well,
0: we we do that, then we uh, because we just watch Robocop. Um, and then we go, we should like we need to go read the Bible. So guess, we um so anyways, we, we <laughs> stop. Oh gosh. So my kids and I are reading it. And I think some of I don't I think the tax collectors and the sinners, I think sometimes um, for Christians, like, uh, you, know, you know, we they were kind of seen as unclean, right? They're dirty. Uh, I think we obviously can be like that towards homeless people. Yeah. Or people who... And, I think and, and we get jaded. Poor people and, in general, yeah. right? I, I, I Listen, I, I know individuals, and I'm not going to get specific, who, if they see someone who looks poor, they feel unsafe. I yeah. think it has less to do anymore with color as much as it does with economic class. Yeah.
1: There's so there's so many dynamics that play into all of yeah. these things. Like, yeah. you know, one thing that we were talking about with homelessness, like, mental health is a huge problem mm-hmm. um, for so many people huge. who are homeless. Huge. Um, and it's... It, it, there's just... I don't think there's not one, like, here's the answer to it all. Yeah. Um, and I don't... I You know, I'm sure there...
0: You could be kind, though.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Be can hospitable. Can be, and, be loving. Yeah, and one thing that... Um, like you know, one thing that I have always tried to do, like if I see somebody who who does need something, like go buy it for them and yeah. and drop it off or give it to them, feed I, somebody. And I think that's
0: key. I think I think versus uh, if there's someone in your life who's in need, you're the best. Per- You've been placed divinely placed in their life. It does. It's not to enable all their issues, but it's to it's to to be there. Um, and I think that's a better way to serve those in need the people that you know versus someone who who might be scamming you yeah so yeah, and there, I, you
1: know, there's a lot of different things. Um I have I'm very mindful because I have my one, it's been like uh hammered into me all my life. Do not pick up people hitchhiking, do, they will kill you. Like my that's yeah. that's the message I got from my parents and family all growing up. Yeah. They're like, they will kill you, hitchhikers will kill you. Eat
0: your veggies, um, don't pick up hitchhikers. Don't, hit, don't pick
1: them up. You're yeah. a girl, you're you know, so all this. Um so I I have never necessarily picked up a, a hitchhiker, yeah, but um I, I have help, I have like given people food whenever I, like, but I said all of that to say that since I've become a parent and a mother like I'm very mindful of um, trying to protect my son too but it's, yeah. at the same time he's like hey mom that person has a son said they're hungry and we went we've went and picked up like yeah. a hamburger or something and given it to him and said you know yeah. but but we've also had to have tough conversations about about money and stuff like that yeah. and how some people you know don't make good financial decisions Um and, you know, I, and I know a lot of people who do blessing bags, like they keep gloves and like hygiene products and things like that in little baggies in their car to give out if they see somebody in need.
0: And, and, I, and I, like my heart breaks for my father-in-law shared a story one time where he gave a guy on the side of the road, some gloves right off the exit of uh, the Valley exit. And um, he gave him gloves. Who said it was freezing. He put on the gloves and then he, and then he left it came back around several hours later, and the guy's still there. Well, the guy no longer had the gloves on, and like he's like his hands are shaking. And I and I do like, and I know we could get real like jaded and be like, "Oh, scammer!" And there's part of me that struggles with this versus like, what is this like? I mean, this person is obviously not a healthy individual, right? Emotionally, mentally, whatever it may be, right? To be in such a dark place to that you're willing to harm yourself and freeze to look. I don't know. Like it's just I I just hate whatever happened to this individual. Yeah. Like uh, you know, I we, we all I mean, we all have like I I know you and I've talked like trauma, right? And yeah. I think it's I think of like man, it's a, it's by God's grace that I'm I'm where I'm at today. Yeah. But I think of like uh, there's a lot of people that had a, a lot worse and they have a story and you know, no one would choose to be that. No. Like they they this is
1: No, and I that you know, I think it really um so I'll share something just personal. I, I had an uncle um, he's passed away now. He was schizophrenic and he they didn't realize it until he was in mm. his late 20s and he had several several uh, schizophrenic episodes where he would run away. Yeah. He was gone like before I was born, he ran off and um, was gone for almost a year and they didn't know where he was. And like he happened like they found him naked. Mm-hmm. Wander in the streets of like Philadelphia, um, and and there's just uh, one thing that I, I said all that to say this, but um, I think how you treat people who struggle and suffer. He would very very have uh, easily been homeless had it not been for a good family, a good support system, um, who constantly were um, <laughs> were in search of him and sure. and making sure he got the help he needed once um, once his diagnosis came and everything. Um, but one thing that I um, one of the reasons why I've always just loved Jason so much is he, you know, there were a lot of people who were afraid of him because he um, you know, he had schizophrenia. He um, he looked rough and a little bit just scary. that diagnosis scares. Just people. The, not the yeah. diagnosis scares people. And Jason always made it a point to like speak to him and yeah. and talk to him and stuff and ask him how he's doing whenever you know for what short period Jason knew him. Yeah. Um, and that meant so much to me as you know um, you know my uncle may not have realized it um, because he couldn't he couldn't mentally.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Probably couldn't tell the difference the people made in him and and things, but as somebody who loves somebody who's going through that, it makes a huge difference um, to to know that somebody else sees them and loves them, right? And cares for them. So. I would say uh,
0: I I love like you I, like you said like there's people in his life who said this is our person. Yeah, we're gonna good or bad, we're gonna take care of this person. And I think, I just think that's I always think that's powerful in the most in the in the most the best scenario. Yeah. Some people don't have those people. Sadly.
1: No, a lot don't. I mean, yeah. and he, um, you know, he was, he had he not. I mean, it it was mostly my. I won't say it was mostly my grandmother, but he had people who loved him and who wanted, you know, who wanted to know where he was and that he was safe and cared and loved for and stuff. And um, he 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 had a rough off I mean, yeah. he. It's hard to tell what all he experienced and if it was even true or not, because his poor mind, it was, you
0: know. I, let me say this. I, I mean, maybe uh, I do want to kind of tie this in with he gets us, right, is yeah. that any humanitarian effort um, that you, I think it should always be paired with the gospel. So I think we're called to be kind to the poor but uh, and, and and be giving and be sacrificial, whether that's individually or through the local church. Um, try to be helpful, be kind, but it needs to be par- paired with with the gospel. Um, and even someone in that situation, the, the, like the idea if he gets us, um, is a biblical concept. We see it in Hebrews, right? We we don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with us, right? right. Jesus can sympathize. We're going to read it, I believe, this week, uh, in in Hebrews uh, at our church. But like we are, we have a we have a a, a Jesus who s- can sympathize with. Uh, our struggles, and so, and that's even in poverty. So, like, to me, like, G, when we take Jesus, Jesus, what does he say I have no? Like, he he has nowhere to lay his head, right? So, like, we we have that Jesus to something greater than just food or clothing. We have that Christ to 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 give them. And so, I would always say or say if any humanitarian effort pair it with the gospel, uh, because he gets them. Yeah,
1: that's good. Yeah. That's good, Jeremy. Um, I would. I would also say, um, in my Bible reading this week, um, I read about the woman with the issue of blood, and at the point with the, who? With the issue of blood, the lady oh, oh. Um, who pressed through the crowd to touch right. the hem of His oh. garment. Something that I read this week in my um, in my devotion was that um, Jesus knew yeah. what it would mean for Him if the people knew that right. she was unclean and yeah. she touched Him, mm-hmm. and He was willing to risk that. Yeah. One, to heal her and let her know that not only is she physically, but also spiritually healed. Sure. Um, and, and I thought that was just such a beautiful thing, like, that Jesus would risk that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you know, Jesus said, he did so many amazing things that we just right. can't wrap our minds around all sure. of it. But,
0: uh, what does John say? More things that could be written down in all the books, written, right? Yeah. Like,
1: and But it was just such a beautiful thing. Like, man, that, there he goes again. Yeah. Being the good, loving God that he is. Good, loving man that he is. So thank you to our listeners. Um, Go out and um, try to reach somebody with the gospel that you uh, may not be comfortable necessarily with, um, whatever their situation may be, but um, make sure that you're doing that um, and showing the love of Jesus and doing that. So thank you for listening. We'll see you back next week.
0: Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app, and we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer.